Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. Uh, oh man, today is a special podcast, guys. If you haven't joined us for, for a while, welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. We're back and we are in the great state of Montana right now, doing something that I've never ever really done in my life, which is mule tail hunt. This is a blast. And um, around me I've got Weston and the famous mule tail hunter extraordinaire i went with the best i thought well if i'm just going to do this why not go with the best whoa yeah no you got that you've got that <clears throat> i've got brady miller from go hunt and he's killed a lot of bucks and then the special surprise guest was dirk durham says i want to come with oh hey there you want to see me shoot at like a one 95 buck yeah you're not shooting nothing less than like one 59 160 he said you said i'll knock the gun out of your head you'll knock the gun i will it's not even it's not even a question (laughs) it's not even a question so anyway we're in montana it is cold as cold gets it's cold uh this is the second day that we've been here so we drove in we had a about a i don't know like a three-day drive here it felt like <laughs> you guys have a long drive dude it's a long ways yeah it's, it's not e- it's not easy to get anywhere in montana crazy crazy but anyway nonetheless we got here met up with brady last night uh just to make it real quick and simple you need to watch the youtube video there was tractor poles felt like grave digger uh versus what was it bigfoot 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 back in the day yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, we had we got stuck in the mud. It was. It was. A, it, yeah, it was a. It was a nightmare, nightmare. But we got out because of and something I'll touch on just a little bit later. But Brady, I just I, I kind of wanted to bring it up to you, like coming into this. What, what was your, when I said I want to go <laughs> hunt mule deer, and you said okay, because we hunted together and landed the free 1.0, and it was a blast. And um, I said I want to go in your in your backyard. I want to go uh, do what you do. And so, what what were you thinking about the whole hunt, like, as far as coming into this whole thing? I think you're pretty well prepared, a little bit. Let's just... Appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. I mean, you got you got, got your optics. That's our biggest thing out here. We okay. glass everything. Okay. I mean, you got a good enough mindset that we're just going to hike or do whatever it takes to find the deer. And yeah. that's all it really you need out here right now, just the drive and the want to be out in the cold. And to put your glass to your eyes. Let's touch on that C word that you just said. Cold. Cold. Yep. This is the coldest weather I think I've ever been in in my life. I'm from the Oregon coast. I mean, a cold is, you know, it gets down to 20s and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's cold. Do you want me to throw something out there? This is actually fairly warm for this this hunt. (laughs) And so we're we're looking for cold, right? We want cold. Yeah, we want to keep the deer on the feet all day long. Like, yeah, like... You know the rut's just about to kick off. It's some you know some bucks are definitely whip curling, but the cold is going to keep them moving around. Really, and we want deer up all day. It makes them easier for us to find them and just to just locate deer. You have to have the snow too. It makes that easy on top of that. So you have cold, you have snow, you have rut. You're mule deer hunting, dude. It's going to be good. So awesome. It is so like Wes and I were talking today, just a little bit ago as we we're setting up the tent. And it was just like there's no place that we've ever been 
Would you agree that you could do this? I am in in, in Oregon, like I'm saying. For sure, I know I missed out on a lot of deer hunting and seeing deer when I was a kid because I was born in the wrong state. It's crazy. It it's is crazy. absolutely insane. I like to describe this Montana hunt as nature's arcade. It is. You just like, okay, there's one, there's one, there's one. Oh, I just want to pass up that one. Go to this one. Check out this next hill. Oh, there's another deer. Five Where more. I'm from, it's just like, oh my goodness, there's one. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> just start just blazing lead. Everyone shoot. Start yeah. shooting. Try to get him on the ground. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, not that excessive, but it, it is. It, and then talking to um, Dirk as well, like Idaho, he said, it used to be like gangbusters, like awesome, awesome hunting and and. Yeah, like North Idaho, I can speak for. Correct. You know, we had tons of deer and not so much anymore. And I don't know where anywhere in North Idaho you can go and see this much, this many deer in a day. I mean. How many deer did we see today? Two, over 250. Yeah. Easy. 250, 350. I would have said 500. Yeah, so I mean, there was deer everywhere. Like you see doe groups, there was 10 to, 10 to 10, 10 and 20. There was 20 some odd in that one group. Yeah. I mean, it was like regular like mm -hmm. you're you're not but just then you're also seeing a bunch of deer with just groups of twos groups of threes so it's not like we saw six groups of 20 or something true we but saw at the same time just, and there was a lot yes there was a lot so I, it was one of those things where it was just like <coughs> coming from a blacktail background and mm -hmm. it, we're not used to that at all we do not see i mean if, if you see a doe and a buck together you're you're pretty mm -hmm. jacked about the whole situation here you're just like okay there's a bunch of does where's the buck yeah and then in a few quite a few different groups mm -hmm. there was some nice bucks man that oh, one yeah. buck this morning i still i'm gonna dream about that tonight a <coughs> hundred yards off the road maybe yeah if that and he would not leave those does and he was a giant in my in my eyes he did, was giant did you see him lip curling oh yeah full-on lip curling he was looking around and circling them, and I'm just like, and then that other buck come up to him. Yeah, the little hook cheater buck. Oh, man. It was so awesome. And you just don't get to, see, where I'm from, you don't get to see any of that. Mm -hmm. there, you do not get to witness that kind of stuff. So it, it was something else today as far as just getting getting to watch a lot of wildlife. Mm -hmm. You'll notice, too, when we're like moving thing. around, like every time you get around another bend, you can look up into a draw. you kind of like, ooh, you're going to look up there because that's where you're going to see the deer. So that's another thing. And coming over here, we didn't have a clue what we were getting into. And I'm just like, yeah, I think we're going to be hunting a lot of timber and da-da-da. And Dirk was just like, dude, I think it's going to be just like nothingness. You you might be lucky to see a tree. And I'm like, no, that doesn't seem like mule deer or deer country and everything. But Dirk was right. It was it, it's rolling kind of a yep, rolling little coolies, coolies, draws, yeah, coolies. Yeah, and there's and there's deer just what are they feeding <laughs> feeding on like sagebrush? And yeah, stuff there's a lot like of that? sage, a lot, of, a lot of you know I don't can't remember what kind of grasses they are this time of year that they're on, but the yellow grass, yellow grass stuff. Yep. Yeah. No, he, it was really awesome, and um, that's that's kind of what we've been targeting is just every little pocket check mm -hmm. it out i mean yeah. really really dive into it and check it out and then the nice thing is about hunting some of this more flat stuff too like you do get the timber in the trees like yeah. you know that's where the deer are gonna be somewhere close by absolutely yeah a little, little cover for them little security yeah no i'm it's been so awesome mm -hmm. just in the last couple of days so so just to kind of give you guys a recap of what we've been doing um we we started out in one spot and over here it's a totally different totally different than we're used to 
there is mud when it starts to rain and snow. Yeah, it's nasty mud. It, is. Gum, it, reminds, me of, it reminds me of mud from like the south. Like I spent an entire summer in Mississippi, and every time there was a rainstorm, the mud was not like the mud that we have on the Oregon coast by right. any means. It just like it was just a layer of mm -hmm. mud, and it was crazy how you, you could get stuck in an inch of mud, and I had never seen that before. But it's just so different. It's this like mud a, is like it cakes. And like an ice rink. I mean, it's slicker than yeah. snot. <clears throat> and when it rains and snows and then melts out here, like, you can't get out. Like, those guys we ran into, like, who had trailers, like, they're, yeah, they're, they're stuck done. down there until it hard freeze to get out. Like, they cannot get out of that draw. Both both exits are completely <clears throat> are mud. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, that was weird. And um, you'll have to watch the YouTube video if you're listening to this. Go back to the YouTube video. And um, Last night we ran into a situation where I got stuck... We tried to, uh, Brady tried to pull me out. It, uh, we came close, but we didn't quite get out. And the, the thing I kind of wanted to touch on out of this whole situation, and uh, if you haven't watched it, I would encourage you to go watch it because I'm sure it's funny. I'm sure it's pretty, pretty good time. But, um, <clears throat> but it's these every single hunt that you go on, and that's why I love trying to do new things. Like uh, we were talking on the way up about Alaska. I think me and Junior were talking and we were like, man, you know, Alaska, it seems like that untouched place that we just, we would love to just go try it, something yeah. new. Well, this is that same kind of thing. I've never mule deer hunted really at all. And so coming into a new place like this and trying something totally different and something totally new, and it's the adventure of it. Mm -hmm. And we, we had nothing <sighs> less than that on the first, first night. Yeah. I mean, I get stuck. Uh, we're right by this farm farmhouse kind of yeah. farmers yeah, ranch ranch guy ranch guy and um, so so anyway so I I go over there and I go we couldn't we, we were breaking straps trying to pull we out broke every oh, single one of my toe horrible. straps it was horrible <laughs> and anyway so but what I'm trying to get at is we ended up going to the farmer's house and just talking to the farmer and he was so nice his name was Travis and he says, you know, he goes, I, I, you know, he had a tractor, a giant tractor right there. And I'm like, well, if you have some chains that we could borrow, that would be awesome. And it was only like 400 yards away or so where we were stuck from, from his, from his place there. And so we tried those and tried those and came close. We came really, close. really, really close and uh, didn't quite make it out. And anyway, and he's, he came up on his four wheeler and we're talking 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. It was super late. Yeah. 11. And we've been stuck since. 637? Uh, don't yell it out. I mean, I it think is it was around it is. 6. It is, yeah, it was. It's it was early. It is. Okay, yeah. okay, guys. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Anyways. How many hours is that, Trent? Oh, man. Yeah. We tried everything. <laughs> yeah. But I guess what I'm getting at, and I want to turn this full circle, is the people, it, it, these hunts, it doesn't matter if you're in Alaska. It doesn't matter if you're in Montana. It doesn't matter where you are. It's the people that you meet. And what that turned into is going to talk to the rancher and going and him getting the tractor, coming out, pulling out. I mean, it looked so, so easy. easy. It was yeah. so easy for a tractor. Anyway, pulling us out. And then he's just like, why don't you guys stay in my trailer tonight? Yeah. And we slept in his big toy hauler trailer. There was beds in there. There was all this stuff. It was just like. He even offered us the couch in his house in his own house yes he yes. offered us to sleep in his couch yeah. we were, 
It was crazy. It was crazy. Such a nice strangers. guy. Oh, it was so awesome. It's just like the people, and that's what makes these hunts. And and even when we were stuck, I mean, uh, you could get into a mindset of just going, you know, we're stuck. This is we're screwed. This is ridiculous. Or you know, you could be like, we're stuck, guys. What are we gonna do? There's yeah, nothing on the bright side, and we're out you've got to take every situation that you're kind of presented with and just be like, you know what? Let's look at the. We're, we're having fun. Nobody's hurt. Mm-hmm. We're not nope. dead. We are very fortunate. We're super blessed on what we get to do every single day. This is, this is, I mean, I'm saying it's awesome. I'm not saying it's great, but at the same time, it's like, let's just make the best of the situation. And we got to meet a new friend. We spent the night there. Um, <clears throat> anyway, it was, it was awesome. So I guess what I just wanted to talk about a little bit on this podcast and touch on is just the people that the people that you get to meet on these hunts are almost as cool as the hunts themselves. Yeah, all the stories we exchange with them, just talking with them, and invite us in the next morning for coffee. It's like, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm going to have coffee ready for you guys. And I think like, he, would, he would have been upset if we didn't. Yeah. I'm sure he would have. Yeah. yeah. He enjoyed. He was ready. I mean, and, and to top it off, you've been hunting this area for a really long time. Yep. Yeah. Have you ever seen the caliber of deer that's in his house? That The caliber of deer he had mounted literally blew me away. Did it really? Yeah, it's like as a world because class you, animal. You've hunted around around that here. area. Yep, that area. And now it, it proves what I've been going after. And I always hear rumors of big giant deer get killed by some of these little timber pockets. And what he had on the wall is proof that mule deer hunting is great. Used to be awesome. Still is really good. And so it used to be even better. Used to be even better. Yeah, yeah. Really? Those, those bucks. Oh my gosh! Double drop time. Just mass kickers, flyers. Huge. They were huge. Extra main beam. Extra main beam, yeah. Like one ninety-two. The, the buck is sunshot last last year was Giant. still a big deer, yeah. And it's only what twenty-five inches wide, maybe. Yeah, it shows that there's still giant. There's giants that still live every single year that get untouched by humans, and they can just grow to old age, which is super cool to think about. Like even with all this, us seeing all these deer, there's still others we have not seen. Yeah, there's still big ones. This, this is what gets me. This is honestly, and Weston, I'll let you comment here in just a second as far as it's so open here to me, like coming from the Oregon coast where it's just thicker, you know, mm-hmm. you couldn't whip a rat through some of it. And you, you, you're coming here and it's just like you're rolling heels. I'm just like, dude, everybody has seen every single buck here. Everybody. There's yeah. no way you can't. You yeah, there's know? no real secrets. There's no, but you don't. Mm-hmm. These bucks like stay nocturnal until yeah. like right now when they're rutting. Yeah, they're super smart. Like I was talking to Dirk today, and he says no, they'll sit down right in the river bottom mm-hmm. or something like that, and they won't come out at all yeah. in the daylight. They'll let all the little bucks the get all the rutting, get all the does excited, and they'll just come up and show themselves and be like, hey, I'm boss of this area. Like move, move aside. And that's why I've been jacked. Like every single time we're kind of coming down the road, and you see one deer, yep. and you're like, oh man, glass on it. Let's see what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a buck you know, out cruising, and it's like, it, that's the one, you know, but it's, it, you know, sometimes it's not, it hasn't been yet, but it's only day one, but at the same time, wouldn't you say the same thing, Weston? Yeah, absolutely, it's like, well, first off, if you're from the Northwest, and you hunt blacktails, like, you know, me and the guys all did growing up, if you can find deer over there, and spot bucks over there, you can for sure do it here, like, it is... 100%. You don't even have to pull your binoculars up to find a deer. Like, it's, well, I think, I think, I think a little bit of what we've seen though, because we have a layer of snow. The snow's helping. Super easy. If they, if there was no snow, 
I think it'd be tough. Yeah, when there's no snow, you said look for their, the white of their rump, a little yeah, bit the, the white patch. The butt. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I just think that like in Oregon, if I thought this tag, like how many points it would be in Oregon to draw this tag, it would be plus ten for sure. Yes, I like, would agree. I would agree with you. The very minimum. This I would is agree a with ten you. point tag for Oregon. And I drew this with zero points. Yeah, I yes. just put in for it and drew it. Like, Which you can draw this tag what? Every other year. It's every other year. Every other part, year. Yeah. Every other year you can yeah. do this. Like my dad and myself, we draw on it probably every year. My brother's been kind of like every other year. He just has bad luck because Montana's on a you know good random system. But it's just that's nuts to me. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. It's I a, just it's just just crazy. Like you don't see you don't ever 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 see or even hear of people seeing this amount of deer anywhere in the state no 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 and and like talking to brady too it's not just here no it's literally across the whole state you can do this the whole this state is of not Montana. just a special spot that i mean I've yeah, we're not in this like hit no. the x on the no. you know we're this not this isn't a pointed tag this all, is all the whole way here i mean we drove what you know 37 hours or something it seemed yeah. like to get here once we hit montana all these, you know, fields, you're going through plains, you're going through... We're seeing deer everywhere. Yeah, we're yeah. seeing deer all over the place. Yeah. No, and I, I and just, I'm not commenting on the ones that we saw in the back of trucks. We saw dozens, yeah. I would say, by now, yeah. in the back of trucks. Bucks laying, you know... Four bucks at a wall tent that we ended up staying the night by. Three yeah. Three bucks in... Yeah. Correct, yeah. Three yeah, yeah. bucks in Travis's barn that we... The, like a dude's house that we stayed at. I and mean, how many in the trucks that we passed on the way in to the, where I we're at today? Know. You know, bucks. I mean, it is mm -hmm. it is awesome. And, and I guess what I'm getting at is just, guys, if if you... We always talk about elk. We're, we're a big elk, you know that's what we've always done and grown up on and everything and man get out there on deer too it's such this a great so opportunity fun. it's so fun we're having a blast mm -hmm. uh every single day just you know covering ground looking for deer and uh it's just and you're seeing lots of them too so anyway if i could encourage anybody to do anything out of this whole podcast is to look into out-of-state hunting it's, There's it's so much opportunity. Once oh, you start doing amazing. it, you're just like, why haven't I done this before? Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. a blast. You can test out gear, test out your hunting tactics. Like, good way to practice up. What gear are we testing out? Every layer of clothes we have. Holy moly. Is it not cold? It's cold. It's going to be, what, 11? It's 11 tonight. Well, that's in, that's in the nearest town, too. you got to think about that. And we're quite a ways away. We're higher than And town. we're higher elevation, too. So we're in single digits could be single digits yeah holy moly yeah that's gonna be a cold one dirk we got enough clothes oh yeah oh, Re i'm ready for anything <laughs> <laughs> that heater in that pickup works 24 7 yeah it does as long as we don't get stuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough one that was yeah. a rough one but uh all right so I, i'm back with brady all right i haven't actually hunted with you or podcasted or anything with you since uh what land of the free 1.0 two land years free, yeah. was that two, two years ago 2.0 2.0 yeah yeah it was 2.0 yeah it was 2.0 so it was last year yeah. yeah that's exactly right yeah so we let's I, I just want to touch on some stuff that we talked about Ooh. just bring yeah i'm sorry i just wanted to you know i got it written down here um so going back to 
basketball. Oh, yeah. Remember we were retiring. Yep. Brady, was hold on just a second. Brady Miller can dunk a basketball. I can 360 dunk it, too. I dunk it in games over guys. I actually... You could throw down. Yeah, I threw down over an NBA player my last... Like two, like an a, NBA I'm, player? Yeah, I got a te- I have a group text on my guys we play basketball with. It's like, dude, now you can now your claim to fame is you can say you've always dunked over an NBA player. Serious? Yeah, I think his name was Jerome Williams. He played on the Kings. Whoa! So I mean, he's, he's, he's retired now, but he's still like dude, he's still I don't balling. Care. I don't care if he's in a wheelchair. You yeah. dunked over. Jason yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love, ba- love basketball. Loved. 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 With an ED, right? Yeah, there was loved. Yeah, there was that one day where we were uh, climbing up the mountain, and I was like, "Man, you, my back is—you were hurting. My leg and my back were hurting. Hurting bad." And I was like, "It's got to be because the basketball is <clears throat> getting beat up all the time. My legs." And that was that day when we were driving around through the hard R, which is retirement. I told everyone I retired, and I have been faithful. I am still retired. Have not even dribbled a basketball. Really? Yeah. Does that hurt? It does hurt. Does it? Oh yeah. So, do you feel like you can get back into it? I bet I could, yeah, a little bit. I got so, mo- I got mountain legs. Like my legs do. are always yeah, kind of no, ready to go. Yeah, you could you could hike from here to Oregon. <laughs> it's a long trip, believe me. We tried it. Yeah. Um, so are you gonna are you gonna? You made me a changed man. After that, that showed me that retirement's not not a bad thing. Retirement's not terrible. No, no, it's not. No, more more free time. How's that free time going? I don't know what I substituted it with, but I probably did something fun. <laughs> So are you going to get back into basketball at all? No, I'm saying true and faithful to you. When I told you I was retired, I'm retired. Just the well, Wes and I do kind of want to get a game together, and I kind of messed up that last time we were pl- planning Whoa. on doing it. But... Oh, good. I forgave him. Whoa, a game, huh? Yeah, yeah Salt Lake City, Western Hunt. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. Trent said, you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. to play basketball? You're an idiot. <laughs> I, was, I think I was, it was something like that. I appreciate that deep voice that you just actually said. But <laughs> spot yes, on. It is spot on. Spot on. It's not bad. Yeah, that, that's not terrible. But yeah, whatever I said, I probably meant. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brady slept in was what his excuse was. I just was trying to hold up for Trent because I told him I was going to retire. Appreciate that, bud. Yeah. Appreciate that. I think it was, good. It, was, it was good for me to retire because yeah. like my knees, my body. You feel better. I'd rather go hunting more. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I, I, I appreciate it. This whole hunt, it's uh, we're having a blast. It's only day one, like full day one. Yeah. And it, we're yeah, it's gonna be fun. I have a feeling it's gonna be fun. I'm glad to return the favor after Land of the Free showed me all the elk woods. I'm gonna show you the. I guess here it's muley woods. It's muley plains, muley coolies. Uh, just mule tail vision. Mule tail. Yeah, we got a lot of mule tails. We're on it. We're on it. And you said tomorrow is percentage wise. I said how many? What's the percentage of us actually? harvesting a buck tomorrow and you said straight right away without even second guessing myself i said 80 percent. you didn't even you didn't even flinch 80 percent. so when we came into this we, we've been talking just to kind of get this out there we've been talking it's like okay what is realistic because I, I i honestly after and you guys everybody listening to this knows probably <laughs> i will shoot anything i will shoot as far as Elk wise, as far as you know, I'm a I, I'm an opportunistic hunter. I really, really am. And um, but I wanted to come on this. I wanted to. My goal is to shoot a a good buck, mm-hmm. a good buck. And we determined that a good buck is. Well, the other spot uh, we're, we're talking score here, which we don't. Yep, yeah, yeah. Other the other yeah. we're at good good buck number was one one seventy. That was kind of the bar. 
160 to 170. Whoa, I said 160. You raised the bar a 10 inch. Well, the, by that, 10 that inches. might have been the bar I didn't want to tell you. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the. <laughs> yeah, no. I am it, like 150. I would, I would be jacked. Yep. Uh, so, just a good buck. So, Brady, is that like a, a number? Each, each number of deer that you like consistently we don't see we don't see too many but that's the one i always that's my target goal okay so for the i say just average hunter above average hunter the guy who's going to be doing this on you know the, for their first time in mm -hmm. out-of-state deer hunt what's the number that they, that they should think okay this is a if, if i see a majority of the deer i will probably see this one if you like, see a, if you see a 150 buck you've got to be getting ready to pull the trigger and figure out how you can get a stock on and get close to it I'm like all, you still have to do that absolutely but. Like Absolutely. that's why that's why the other area where it was just you know more cover for the deer. That's why the I think the bucks just get older there. Yeah, yeah. There was there was actually timber. There's a lot of timber. Yep. Yeah, that was so cool. a chance from the hide. Like now we're in more of the open, you know, rolling, rolling plains, coolie stuff, and it's just they can still hide. Obviously, there's little cuts in, in coolies, but I think they definitely get seen a lot more. So really, numbers down a little bit. Well, I asked I asked Brady how many bucks that we drove past and didn't see. A lot, probably. I would say I, a lot. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I would say a lot. Just, just by what we did see. Yeah, but you think, but, but coming from where we're from, you roll up to that and yeah. you're thinking, I'm yeah. going to spot every freaking critter here. Yeah. I think there's just so many of them that you don't. There's like, so many literally. little fingers, there's little so hills. many tiny little pockets and, and finger ridges that come off of main draws and stuff. There is no way. And there's so many that's more all these deer. Yeah. too so there's yeah, just, there they're is. seeing all of them that's that's why in this country it's just like you got to move in cover country like you can't just if we would went after a bunch of those deer and burned well, up all that I was, time that's what i talked to dirk about today i'm just like so if we were walking right mm -hmm. now and went from draw to draw with how short the day is you wouldn't cover a ton of draws no you would actually see the what's there but at the same time you'd only cover just a few of them ha oh, man last uh guys it was last night that we did the podcast that you're hearing right now and we lost all battery control because it's about uh, somewhere around in the single digit numbers outside she cold she cold man yeah so battery life doesn't last very long we just put some new batteries in and uh they went dead so anyway but uh, for the next episode, listen to the next podcast because we're starting it right now.